podcast, Divorcing Reality, where we explore different ways of being and seeing the world. Hello. Today I'm going to talk about um, dreaming. I'm going to talk about dreaming and a little story that I have for you that just popped up for me today about my daughter. So I was away on holiday with my kids and my mum and uh, one of the gifts of being a therapist I think is that you get to start to be really intentional about how you're raising your kids because the stories that people carry forward from their childhood into their life in a really unconscious subconscious way can really inform how they live their life what they believe is possible for them who they think they are um, what they feel they deserve in life and um, for me when I realized that for myself and for those people that I work with as a mum it became kind of imperative that I was going to be pretty intentional about the kinds of lessons I am teaching my kids um, what I'm showing them in how I live my life and in what beliefs I think will serve them better for them to take forward in life. So let me tell you this little story. We were away um, with my mum, me and the kids, on our little holiday. This was a couple of years ago. And um, we were standing beside a wishing well. Now, obviously, in this wishing well, in the bottom all these pennies and and I think it was the first wishing well my kids had ever really encountered and so they asked me you know what what's that like what's that for what what's it do and I said well you you know you get um, a penny or perhaps a, a couple of pennies and you throw them into the wishing well and um, do you make a wish you wish for something that you really desire and um, so off they went I mean this is hilarious thing maybe this is nature nurture thing my little boy Ollie he um, was probably two at the time and uh, he was just really delighted that he lobbed that penny and it went straight in the wishing well so there's something um, my daughter on the other hand uh, be about four four and a half at that time and she was um, you know she wanted to make a wish and she wanted it to come true so we had this conversation and it was you know as as I kind of as I grew up as I heard it you know you make a wish in those situations when you make a wish as you blow out the birthday candle you keep it to yourself right otherwise it won't come true but in my own life that's something that I've had to work against you know it might seem like a trivial belief but people can often feel that if you keep your dreams close and sacred you know keep them close to your chest and you work on them privately on your own you know that that's the, the the best way to I don't know avoid disappointment or hurt or embarrassment you know um, to avoid, avoid the shame of, of it not coming true or to avoid ridicule for even having that dream in the first place 
I wanted my daughter to think differently about this. I wanted her to start out life with some of what I've encountered, which is that when you share your dreams, when you speak about what you're truly passionate about, when you desire something with your whole heart and soul, that, you know, the universe conspires to make that happen for you. And um, so I encouraged her not only to make the wish for whatever it was that she would hope for, but to share it with me. Not keep it to herself, not keep it secret, but to, to say, you know, to somebody who really cares about her, to, who loves her very deeply, who wishes that she could have what it is that she desires, um, she let me know what it was. And bless her little heart, her deepest desire in that moment, as she threw her penny into the wishing well, was that she would have one of those um, little stones that was like a rainbow sort of effect stone that she had seen in the gift shop. And so before the end of the holiday week, um, I made it, you know, <laughs> I made that dream of hers come true. That's not to say that I think that avoiding emotional hurt for our children, avoiding disappointment is always the way to go. But I think that as parents, when we're becoming intentional about how it is that we want our children to make sense of the world, that it can be important to use these moments as powerfully as possible. And in coaching, this is often, you know, a first step. I can remember the first session that I went to. And one of the questions that was asked of me repeatedly was, what do you actually want? What do you really want? What do you want out of life? What do you want for yourself? And I was so out of the habit of dreaming about anything like this for myself, of dreaming beyond my current reality, that it was a big push. It took, you know, a fair bit of um, coaching. And it, in reality, of course, it's an ongoing process as I realise more and more as possible, as I shed old beliefs and, um, you know, limitations that I believed were, were true for me then more and more becomes available in the future. So I guess this is a push for you as you listen to this today to ask yourself, you know, how do you feel about dreams, your dreams? How do you feel about expressing them out into the world? What if there were people who would really love to help you reach your dreams? What if there were people with similar dreams who you weren't in competition with, but you could collaborate with? That the vision of all of you together could be more powerful than yours alone? And finally, what would you love to have happen? What is your dream actually for your life, 
for the lives perhaps of your children, for any relationships that you have going on in your life or future relationships that you would like to co-create, to build with somebody else. And what are your dreams for your career future, for your business future, for what it is you would like to be doing in the world or even love to be doing in the world. And to bring this back to its very core, who is it that you need to be to meet all of those things? Thanks so much for listening. You can look me up. I am on pretty much all the platforms. I'm on Instagram and Facebook as The Independent Single Mum and also Rising Strong. And I have a website, www.theindependentsinglemum.com. Now, if having listened to me, if having heard some of my ideas about how things work, uh, some of the ways in which I work, um, interest you, if your interest is piqued, then please go ahead and go to my website and look at ways in which you can work with me. I will be continuing to offer a variety of um, group coaching, And I will also always offer the more uh, transformative, deeply powerful modality of one-to-one coaching, which is the way that I work with most of my clients right now, in order to facilitate the healing that you might want to explore. Um, and so, yeah, you can also email me at claire at risingstrong.me or claire at theindependentsinglemum.com. Thanks so much for listening today and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Are there, for example, any stories about yourself that you need to shed? Is there anything that you learnt unconsciously in childhood or beyond from the way that you made sense of situations, people, things that happened? that could be usefully re-examined and new sense made of those. This is the essence of some of the type of work that I do with people in helping them to see that there might be a different way to interpret something that happened in the past, which exists now only as thought for them. And it turns up as thought, feeling very real. But when it's unexamined like this and looping back around, feeding into your experience, it really can limit the possibility for building dreams and building a life that actually serves you, that you love. So you know, one question that you could start to ask yourself would be like, when, when did I stop dreaming, actually? You know, what kinds of situations, people, things I learnt stopped me dreaming? For me, one of these would be, um, you know, I know fine well that the idea of self-development was not um, 
well viewed in my house growing up you know the, the kind of self-help um had a very healthy dose of skepticism and it shut me out from the world of helping myself for a very long time not knowing you know just not knowing what was possible and um kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater in terms of what might be helpful for me as I learned to be a happier, more joyful, more peaceful, more loving person. And it was really only motherhood that pushed me to realise that there were some things I really needed to be different if I was actually going to enjoy this experience across time. So I hope that this has been a useful episode and um, I hope that you too can begin dreaming of a future for yourself, perhaps yourself and your kids, that looks, you know, maybe different, maybe vastly different from what you have right now. And just knowing that that is possible, knowing that there might be some stuff that you're carrying from the past that isn't serving you anymore and that even just calling attention to it in this way lovingly opening up to the fact that that might be the case and that there could be ways in which you could begin to shift this now can just start that process in a really beautiful kind of organic way so thank you so much for listening and I hope you'll tune in again next time when I'll be talking about something else that I find interesting in the world of self-development. <laughs>